Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! What's your name? Tony! Fuck you, Tony! What's your name? Ezekiel! Fuck you, Ezekiel! Fuck you! Fuck you! And you know what I did last night? You better not bring my mother into this! You know what I did? You better not! I put that fly over there! Oh! Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Check out my website. Don't want to plug a lot of stuff. If I did, if I plugged everything that I got going on online, on social media, I would eat up about the first four minutes of every goddamn show doing it. So I'm making it easy. Go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. If you go there, it's going to take you to all of my social media. It's going to take you to my YouTube page. Everything involving my life online can be found at Tuttle.net. So I regularly would not be watching Fox News. Now, I watch it because I like to see what every side is saying. I work for the media. I've worked for the media for over the past 20 goddamn years, and I absolutely hate it. I'm sick to death of what it's become. But my dad, he's a right winger. He's MAGA, hardcore MAGA, loves Trump. But I, I'm not mad at him. He's not your usual Trump supporter that is maybe racist, like you would think. I'm not saying all Trump supporters are racist. But my dad is fair and balanced. Yes, I'm selling that from Fox News. But he was watching Sean Hannity last night. And he had these two female reporters on, these two talking heads. And the one younger one comes on and doesn't call Sean by his first name. He doesn't say, hey, she doesn't say, hey, thanks, Sean, for having me on. She calls him Hannity. Now, maybe if I was younger, and that's a thing about when you get older, when you're in your early 20s, there's a lot of things you're like, oh, man, I'm going to kick the shit out of myself if I sound like my parents in the future. And I don't know what it is. It just happens where you look at things that we did in our early 20s. and You're like, God damn, I was a fucking douchebag. But she called Sean. She said, thanks, Hannity. What up, Hannity? What do you think you're on the Jim Rome show or something? And that's not a slight on Jim Rome. Jim Rome's one of my favorite radio broadcasters. But I mean... If I was Sean Hannity, I would have said, hey, thanks. And I would have called her by her last name and said, uh, see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. See ya after a while, crocodile. Yeah, I know that's another dad thing to say. And I'm not even a dad. But what I'm saying is, God damn it. If you're going to go on to this big time talk show, don't call the host, especially if it's Sean Hannity. If Even if you don't agree with Sean Hannity. You don't call Sean Hannity Hannity. It just makes you look like a goddamn douchebag. Now, the other thing that I absolutely hate 
Now, I agree. If you got a big vocabulary, it's one thing to use it every once in a while. But this bitch, young, trying to flex her knowledge of the English language, uses a word that, let's just be honest, most of the audience would have no goddamn clue what the fuck it meant. But the word was capitulate. Now, I'll admit, had no clue what the hell capitulate meant. So... It's just one of the other cases. This bitch is really smart and she wanted to show off or she wanted to show off and made it make it seem like she knew more than what she actually does know. Why wouldn't you just use the word of what it meant to capitulate? Now, if you don't know what capitulate means, it means to surrender. To not resist, to basically give up. And they, she was talking about Joe Biden capitulating, giving up, not giving a damn, and just basically not trying to win and be the 46th president of the United States of America. So why are you using the motherfucking word capitulate? And, and I'm not like, giving my own self oral, but I I think of myself as a pretty intelligent person, and I had to look up what capitulate means. Now, unlike most Americans, I'm going to look up a word that I don't know. Most Americans here capitulate, and they're like, oh, it's a big word, must mean must be something pretty goddamn cool. So, hell yeah, capitulate all day, bitch. I don't give a damn. But do you, I mean if you you got to look it up. You got to you got to break it down. Your job as a broadcaster is to be able to reach the masses, not just a little cross section of the audience you're going for. You want to be able to reach as many people as you can and when you use a word like capitulate, hell, you know what? I could be saying the fucking word wrong. Who knows? But I looked it up, and yes, it means exactly what she was trying to say, but why couldn't you just say surrender? Were you saying it because you were trying to show off, or you were just trying to confuse the masses so they didn't know exactly what the fuck you were talking about? I'm not saying dumb it down for everybody. I mean, you want people to strive for better, but... You also got to understand not everybody has been entitled to the education that you have. And for you to use a word like capitulate that I didn't even fucking know and had to look up. You lost a lot of people. I'm just saying. Your job as a broadcaster is to reach as many people as you can. And you most likely lost a lot of them with the word capitulate. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. 
That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. time for the Tuttle Daily Podcast intern. She uses the metric system, watches hockey, and if you're a dude and don't have a tattoo or anything pierced, don't even bother. It's Hannah. Hannah, Hannah from Alberta, Canada. You look very nice today, Hannah. I mean, you always look magnificent, but I like the red on you. Thank you. It's not the not the first time I've been told that. <laughs> so, so let me ask you, how, how was your weekend? How, how, what, did you do anything interesting? Uh, yeah, it was actually a long weekend here in Canada. So what I did was I went out with my boyfriend and his family, and we went boating and tubing and wakeboarding. It was pretty fun. All right. So it a long weekend. Was it like a Canadian holiday or something? Uh, I think so. I don't exactly pay attention to the holidays because long weekends, I'm just like, yeah, like, let's get drunk and do whatever. It doesn't really matter to me. So I'm, I'm assuming it's a holiday of some sort. <laughs> well, but I mean, I mean, like, okay, then I like the differences between countries. A lot of Americans, they love to be, I'm proud to be an American. Now, are people like that in Canada? Like, are there people that are like, hardcore Canada, I'm all about it? Um, yeah, you definitely get your people like that who are definitely all all about Canada, for sure. Love their poutine and their hockey and love the, the stereotypical Canadian stuff, for sure. But then you also get others, and it's just like, yeah, we like living here. It's it's a beautiful country, and, you know, we get free. Weed, that's all I give a fuck about. Yeah. Weed, weed, beer, and titties. I don't care about. Yeah, so now, was how was it the first time meeting your boyfriend's parents, like family? Was that a little weird, or? Um, no, it, it wasn't weird, I guess. I think they liked me. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a pretty straight-up person, and, like, if you fuck up, I like to kind of make funny a little bit. That's how I am. Uh, so I think they found that pretty entertaining all weekend for sure. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's good to be a strong woman. Um, and I know your I know your pops. I know your dad. I, I and I'm sure that he was kind of strict on you. But I, you also seem like a daddy's girl. Like you maybe had him wrapped around your finger a little bit. Uh. So, but I'm sure that he taught you manners and how to be respectful around people. No, of course. And like, I was definitely respectful all weekend, tried to help where I could. And like, you know, I, I watched the kids and things like that. Uh, growing up, I definitely was, I wasn't a daddy's girl, but I was a daddy's girl. Like he was there, but he wasn't there because he was always working. Um, but I definitely got taught with manners for sure. So let me ask you this. I, I want to see. So in the South, okay, like if I, when I was younger, if, if I brought a girl home to my parents' house, the surefire way to get in is if the girl would like offer to, you know, do some cooking or help out the mother-in-law or something in the kitchen, you know, it's, it's a very Southern thing. Is, is that, is something that would impress a potential future mother-in-law? Like, 
hey, can I help you with this or that or anything like that? Or is it different in Canada? Um, no, it's it's definitely like we're pretty respectful here in Canada. Everyone is like, take your shoes off at the door or whatever. Um, but offering to help with things definitely like impresses them for sure because it just shows you that they're not like that I'm not or, you know, anyone's girlfriend isn't just absolutely like a like a stuck up cow for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, I, I get that. I, and, and I hope you don't take offense to it. It's just, I think it's something interesting to see how the cultures, yes, you guys are border the United States, but just seeing some of the differences. I mean, we have them here in the United States between people that live in the North to the South. I mean, if that makes sense. No, that that definitely makes sense. Like even even here in Canada, like it's pretty different from Alberta compared to like Nova Scotia. Like they do things a little bit differently there too. Like they even have like more of like a twangier accent when they speak French and it's just like it's different all over. But as far as respect goes, all of us have respect. Yeah, no, I mean I get that. Now, all right, so you have that difference between north and south here. What what province, what what area of Canada does everybody like, oh, you don't want to go there? Like here in the United States, there is like, oh, nobody lives in fucking Detroit. Like, is does Canada have that place that you guys were like, oh, you're from that place? Um, I don't want to poke anybody here. Uh-huh. <laughs> You got to, you got to. We can all make fun of everything. Like, I'll tell you, the hometown I grew up in, De Leon Springs, was known as the fern capital of the world. We had a very, very high percentage of Hispanic community. And people used to fucking make fun of us all the time. And I was actually kind of proud of that whole thing. Um. Yeah, okay. So I, I guess here in Canada, Canada like well it, in Alberta I know growing up anyone that was from like Newfoundland we call them uh, New Newfoundland now that, that sounds French is that like French Canadian type um, deal or no? there is some French Canadian there but I'm not 100% sure if they're super involved in the French culture because I've never been there and like growing up it was kind of just like you don't want to speak to anybody that's from Newfoundland they just come here and they take our jobs and like I said I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes they by take anybody. our jobs they take our jobs yeah <laughs> tell who's from Newfoundland and who's not they just how? Like, they, speak how, though? They, they present themselves a certain way like dad always called them new fees and that's how it was every new fee wanted to work for dad and he's like oh like i have all these new fees and whatever and it was just oh my god you don't want to associate yourself with these kinds of people but now that i'm grown up i don't really see a difference i'm kind of just like you know what if you need work then my audience come down here but growing up it was like a no-no it was like these people are weird I don't believe in coincidences, but I find it weird that the people were racist to here in the United States starts with an N and new new fees starts with an N as well, too. So, God damn it, Canada has to fucking write our tip all the time. Yeah, yeah, no, we definitely like, I don't know, some people are very discriminating and some people aren't. So it's just kind of the group of people you get into. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm. I. I don't mean to put you in a bad spot. I. I, I just. I think people find the culture interesting. Now, 
one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, and if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, but I mean, you are a very independent person from, from what I get from talking to you. Do you, like, in the future, I mean, do you give it thought? Do you, like, what is your future if you had to pick it out? Do you want to have a family? I can see you being a good mother, but, like, would you be happy being that stereotypical housewife that, and, and it's a respectful thing. I just, yeah, I, I was curious to ask you about that. Uh, no, for sure. So, um, in the future, I definitely want to like, I want to, like, I have like this 10 year goal. Like I want to have a family started and I want to own my own business. Like if that's like a bar or if it's like a spa and salon, something that I'm really into, whatever I like drinking and I like doing hair and makeup, like perfect. Good to go. Um, either one of those would work. But, uh, as far as like a stereotypical housewife, I'll probably never be. I don't want that, like, you know, whole pipe dream, white picket fence, perfect fucking family. Because I wasn't raised with that, so I'm not going to raise my kids with that. Like, if anything, I'm going to be picking them up in school in, like, a 2007 Duramax jacked up. It's got, you know, the nine-inch pipe on the back, and I'm rolling coal, like, saying, screw you to all my kids' bullies. Like, that's how that's going to be. I don't want to be the stereotypical, like, hey, let's take you to soccer, get in my minivan, you know? Yeah, no, but I mean, I... I, I get it, though. I, I, I really do, because I was in your position at one point. I At your age, I was like, fuck that. I'm never going to sound like my mom. I'm never going to sound like my pops. I'm never going to sound like any of these adults that I fucking hated when I was younger. But when you get older and you gain perspective on things... You, yes, I mean, I'm sure. See, that's the thing about it is that when you see yourself in the mirror every single day, like, I'll, I'll give you a prime example. Um, the people I graduated high school with, when I see them on Facebook and I haven't seen them for so many years, I look at them and I'm like, God damn, they got old as fuck. Now, I've, I've not seen them every single day, but I've seen myself in the mirror every single day. And I still feel like that kid, even though I know that I'm not. I don't know. Does that make sense at all? Because it's it's a natural progression. Maybe you're like, shut the fuck up, you old 40 old man. I don't understand what the hell you're talking about. Um, it, it definitely sounds like you've put a, a ton of thought into that, which kind of scares me a little bit. Not going to lie that you still see yourself as a kid. <laughs> but, no, I mean, but I mean, go ahead. Like I can understand to a certain level, like, you know, like, like time flies by, like it's so fucking quick. It's like the blink of an eye and you're done, right? Like you're born yes. and you're done. That's how yeah. it works. So I completely understand that like the progression of time is just so fast and you're still seeing yourself as that kid. I totally get that. But you know, like it's a fact of like one day, like you got to grow up and no matter how much you're going to see yourself as that kid and no matter how much you want to be that kid, it's only going to show in certain parts of your life and kind of where you're at and who you're with. Yeah, no, and, but, but I can see it. We are, we're all like, I, I, this is almost like a common theme. I did an interview earlier, you know, that people forget us as humans. We've evolved. We don't, we don't consider ourselves. We're animals. That's all we are. We, we are part of the animal kingdom. Okay. We have those instincts, those natural responses 
that have been ingrained into our DNA, but we've evolved with smarter brain. So what I'm trying to say is, is that we, we have those instincts and I can see those in you because I feel like friends and family, you're very protective of those type of people. Uh, no, for sure I am. It's just like, I'm not trying depends. to get too serious or deep on you. I'm just, no, 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 I, sure. I'm kind of thinking about it. I'm like, Tuttle, you need to stop smoking so much. Weed. I, I am, like, you're going so I am, I am. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're calling me out on it. But no, it is true though, that you have that bond with friends and family because you want to protect them. I think it's in our instincts to do that. And and even though it might not seem like, oh, I'm not going to be that stereotypical mom or parent, I think you really don't have a choice. I think it's ingrained in the people. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Like, obviously, anyone's going to want to protect their loved ones. Like you said, it's kind of instinctual in that fact. It's just like, yeah, like, if I ever have a family and I ever have kids, of course I'm going to be protective of them. It's just going to be like, instead of like being that stereotypical, like 21st century mom, where I'm like, oh, don't go play in the sand, whatever. I'll be like, yeah, get in the back of my Jeep, you know, let's go, yeah. let's go out and let's go camping and let's go in the mud and like, let's get you dirty now. So you're not super sick later yeah. in the future and having masks like all these other people, like, let's get you out there. Let's do stuff as a family. Let's do stuff that's going to be fun instead of sitting around the dinner table watching TV, having a typical conversation. See, I, I'll, I'll never be a parent, but the way I've looked at the way I was raised, a lot of parents want to protect their children from obscene things, the real things that are going on in life. When I grew up, my parents let me watch anything I wanted to, but they watched it with me. If there was something that was a little bit over my head or was violent or r-rated they they would stop it they would talk to me like you know this is what happens this is not what you're supposed to do if this does that make sense so i knew about it i wasn't sheltered is what i'm saying yeah no i i wouldn't uh personally i think like sheltering your kids isn't good because by the time they get old enough to understand what's going on they're going to have a huge reality shock and they're going to have so many questions for you and it's going to, it's going to mess them up a little bit. It's going to cause them because they're not going to know what's going on. So I totally agree with what your parents did, you know, like, like talk to them like they're an adult, make them understand things like, cause they're not, they're not dumb. They're not just like, Oh, let me play with my toys. Like they are inquisitive. They want to know about things. Don't shelter your children until, you know, it's too late. And all of a sudden they're 18 years old. They're going out, they're drinking, they're doing drugs. Cause they've never, they never had that lifestyle before, you know, like they don't know what it is. So it's so much better to actually like get your that at a younger like I'm not saying drugs or partying yeah. but I'm saying like get them watching TV or like let them ask whatever questions they want like let them have a little bit of freedom rather than just sheltering them so much I think that can really damage somebody in the long run for sure see and, and a lot of people don't realize this when you're young you are like a fucking sponge like you're wanting to learn everything um and, you know, you were talking about smoking weed, and I get these thoughts sometimes. I was like, I was like, it popped into my head. I was like, how do babies learn language? 
you know, I, I was just like, you know, babies, they've, how do they know how to speak? It's one of those high thoughts I had. And, and kids up to about a year and a half, two years, there's, there's over 5,600 different languages in the world, okay? But there's about 600 to 50, 650 different sounds. But when you're older, you can't hear those sounds. You can't differ, you can't tell the difference between them. But when you're a baby, up to that year and a half point, you can you can hear it. So like if you're in a household where they spoke three languages, you would learn three languages without even having to try. And I, I found that to be fucking fascinating. And especially when you're high, you're like, why can't scientists figure out how the baby's mind works and we can do that later on in life and we could learn all the time. <laughs> that was a high thought. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bore you with that one. No, I just I found it kind of fascinating. Like you're teaching me something. I feel like I'm back in high school. Like <laughs> I feel like I should be smoking weed right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, it, I just find it fascinating that the baby's up to a certain age if you put them in, in that in that environment, they learn it without even having to try. Like they just pick it up. That's uh, that's pretty crazy. I actually didn't know that, and it's 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 weird that like as we get older, we kind of just like shelter that stuff out, and we just tend to filter yeah. it right out. So like, yeah, I get why you had had that high thought because it's like, whoa, like how did yeah. I know that? I mean, <laughs> I mean, we we all have that, and everybody wants to talk about you know, old pot kills your brain cells and all this stuff. Yeah, it does. It does. But it makes you fucking think of now I will I will admit it can go the complete di a different direction. You know, when you're going through a midlife crisis, you know, 40 was not as bad as 34. But like when you're in your mid 30s and you're you finally get divorced and you're getting high as fuck and you're like, oh, shit. And then you start doing the math. You're like, fuck, I'm 35. So double that that puts me about 70 god damn it i'm almost halfway through my life fuck what is this chest pain that i'm having right now i need to call the ambulance oh and it can completely make you paranoid as fuck sometimes too yeah no i i definitely get that yeah i, I can see that but i mean you also live in a place where it's not illegal so what's the worst that's gonna happen to you uh Worst that's gonna happen is you're gonna sleep for a couple hours. <laughs> so, what is your plans for this week? How is the pandemic up there? Does Justin Trudeau have everything under control right now, like Corona free? Um. So my week is gonna entail basically. I'm just like I'm looking at a truck. I'm not really feeling the jeep, so I'm gonna hop into a truck. I think. Um, and then as far as the pandemics going, I haven't really been following it too closely, but I know what I've heard, what I've seen on Facebook is that in a couple of the bigger cities here in Alberta, like Edmonton and Calgary, they are actually making it mandatory for you to wear a mask in public places. And if there are people in Canada, 
how how do people in Canada feel about that? Because it's become a very political line or sand or line in the sand here in the United States. Yeah, no. So uh, personally, I don't approve of it. I'm like, you know what? Like we were fine before. Like if this whole pandemic thing was actually, oh shit, my phone's gonna die, Tuttle. Oh no! Uh, I well, just talk until it does, and that's how it'll end. Okay. Okay. What do you? What do Is I say? Is that okay? No, just keep talking. No, just keep talking. When it cuts out, we're done. Okay. Um. So I just don't think this pandemic thing is like a huge deal. Honestly, I don't approve of it, and I know a lot of my friends don't approve of it. Like we functioned fine before, like through H one N one and everything else like that. So I just don't get why. Oh, that's it. She's done. She's gone. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, guys, welcome back. Last segment of today's podcast. I want to play some audio for you, and I love playing anything that is Florida-related. It's a great thing about social media. You kind of take a pride in the region, especially the state, or even the city you're from. You take pride in it. One of my favorite guests since I've been able to meet since I've been working in radio is Billy Corbin. Now, I'm a Gators fan. My my All my family is from Gainesville. But this dude is the biggest Miami Hurricanes fan you're ever going to meet. But the guy is Mr. Florida. The guy makes some of the best sports documentaries you're ever going to see. If you want to follow him, follow him on Twitter. It's going to be one of the best follows you've ever uh, done. At Billy Corbin, not like the lead singer from the Smashing Pumpkins, but Billy Corbin, B-I-L-L-Y, Corbin, C-O-R-B-E-N. He's a documentarist that did the 30 for 30 on the Miami Hurricanes, the U Part 1 and the U Part 2. He did the documentary Cocaine Cowboys, Dogfight, Screwball, all the big sports documentaries that have happened in the past decade have all been from Billy Corbin. Now, he's a great follower because he posts a lot of Florida stories, and this one happened right in my back door in Orlando. This woman, I guess her neighbor was getting her uh, getting their lawn cut by a group of landscapers, and a couple of them were minorities. Some Spanish, some black, some white. It was a big melting pot of lawn guys. And for some reason, this woman lost her shit. Now, the first couple 10 to 15 seconds of the video, she's just calling people bitch. 
bitch this, bitch that. And then when I guess she figured out that bitch wasn't getting a reaction, she stepped her game up big time. And see, the guys are being cool as hell. Like, seriously, they knew what they were doing. They were, hey, let's be cool. Let's be overly nice. Film everything. Because the more nice we are, the more infuriated this racist cunt is going to be. And they, they set it up. They really set it up. And I'll understand why this woman came out. I'd like to get to the root of the problem. It really doesn't matter. No matter what they did, this is completely uncalled for. And now, as a racist, this just shows you how fucking dumb, how retarded, yes, I know the cancel culture is going to get mad at me for saying retarded, but how dumb, how socially awkward do you got to be to not realize that everybody has a camera now? They're going to put you on blast as popular as social media's goddamn Microsoft. One of the biggest companies in the history of the world is actually thinking about buying TikTok for almost like $50 billion. What the fuck? So you got to know every time people are just looking to get Twitter famous, TikTok famous, Facebook famous, Instagram famous. Just don't give people a reason, and this bitch gave everybody a reason. You fucking bitch. Hey, what she said? Yeah, you fucking bitch. All right, thank you. Yeah, you fucking bitch. Yeah, you fucking nigga, bitch. Damn, shit just got real. Like, you ran out of stuff to talk about because you just kept repeating yourself by saying bitch. And you know what? Your brain outthought your conscience because your brain was like, oh, you got to do something shocking right now. And this bitch used the N word. And I'm sorry. I hope you guys aren't offended that I'm playing it. I'm only playing it because it's a part of a news story. I'm not playing it for shock value. I'm playing it just to show you that there are really racist white people in the South. And I just want to, I want to put this bitch on blast. And that's the reason why I've not edited it out. I think I would be doing you guys a disservice by bleeping out the N-word. I, I want everybody to get the true feeling and hate of this racist ass Caucasian. I'm not, I'm not black. Bitch. I'm not black. You good to go? I ain't even all the way. You good to go? Puerto Rican, man. Yeah, you Puerto Rican. Hey, he black, but he likes white bitches. Sorry, gotta give the dude props on. Yeah, he likes white bitches. Yeah, it might have not have been the best thing to say, but you know what? She's throwing the N word around like it's nothing. So I have no problem with this dude making a he likes white bitches joke. I have no problem with it at all. Yeah, you fucking bitch. Yeah, you fucking bitch. You keep repeating the same thing. You won't tell me anything. Fuck you. 
Alright, so if you're listening, this is the main reason why I'm playing this clip. This kick-ass lawn dogging crew is listening to the one and only Jim Colbert show on Real Radio 104.1. I mean, I did work with the guy for almost 13 years. I know Dirty Jim's voice anywhere. I know he doesn't go by Dirty Jim anymore, but it's kind of cool. As a radio guy, you guys have got to understand we are the rats of the media. This story is going to get picked up by the news media. It's going to become a big local story. And for your radio show, for these lawn dogs listening to your radio show, you talking, giving out the motherfucking phone numbers is huge. Because the news media, and, and you know what? The news media most likely won't play that bit of audio because they don't like giving the radio people any credit at all. So it's just kind of cool because people are going to see it on the news and they're going to go search this video and then they're going to hear Jim Colbert giving out the phone numbers on his radio show. It, it's a big deal. It might, I mean, it's not a, a humongous deal, but it's cool for Jimmy. You know how I've talked about how the rating system is kind of screwed up and not fair? That's the type of shit because those guys did not have PPM meters. You know what? Those guys, well, I don't know that for a fact. But what I'm saying is that video just shows that the normal working class guy, the lawn dogs, the construction workers, the male 25 to 54 guys are listening to your show. So that's a good sign, Jimmy. I hope you're doing well. If you're ever looking for a man on the street guy, if you're ever looking for a stun dude, call me up, man. Yes, 40, year, 40 years old. I don't give a damn. I will do anything and everything you want me to do. I'm just asking for plugs for the Tuttle Daily Podcast. That's all I'm asking. Yes, I am a whore. I am a crack whore ready to give hand jobs to any real radio employees for plugs. Hook me up. Look me up at Tuttle on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Tuttle. Hand jobs for plugs of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's show. I uh, hope you guys are being safe. Please spread the word. Let your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, your coworkers, anybody, anybody you know, let them know about the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, Facebook.com slash 
CCA Productions presents Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice You should hire him If you want to help support the show paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com To follow all of Tuttle's social media go to Tuttle.net That's Tuttle with two D's dot net Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?